We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy, Dan. Dan, what is happening, my friend? Well, let me tell you something, Jimmy Cricket. It's the most wonderful <laughs> time. It's, it's a good, you know, sporting's giving us some Christmas gifts, my friend. Oh, we got a couple or, signings you know, we're going to talk about this this uh, this episode. Maybe so. it's it's feeling a little more like uh, Hanukkah. Maybe we've got six more to come. You know, <laughs> one one nights. every day yeah we got our boy uh sean goodwin out there tweeting every day hey signing coming today here's who it is well the thing is sean's leaving us and he, he even he told us on the podcast and i was like how are you gonna tell us that right before we record with you right i i can't keep my mouth shut and i'm kind of proud of myself that i did <laughs> you did because he hasn't made it public yet he's going to uh the boise idaho to the idaho statesman i think he said uh yeah so that's a, a paper that's a publication yes. congrats um, to him Doing so, real news, getting away from the sports antics. He will not be the Sporting KC beat reporter for the Kansas City Star anymore. So we'll have to meet someone new, figure out who that's going to be. I don't, I don't like change, man. I was just starting to get used to Sean and, and just starting to understand his accent. It was getting it was getting good, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now we got someone else coming in. I don't like it. Well, Sean still understands game very well, obviously. So we'll have him back on. It'll just be more as like a, a friend of the pod, a fan if you will yeah i guess we yeah friends i dig it he'll still have his connections everyone's a friend that comes on here so there you go that's right so but congrats to sean if you haven't listened to an interview with him last week go give it a listen really interesting insight into uh some possible moves in the offseason for sporting kc but um we'll talk about the new signings but uh do you have any you have any holiday plans this week my friend well, holiday plans, buddy. Usually we go about four different places in one day, and it's the worst yeah. time of the year. Oh, um, no. However, three of those are not happening this year. We're going okay. one place. There you go. And it, it is, whoo. I, I went into my therapist and I was like, my friend, things are looking <laughs> up. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So what, what do you, Hey, look at this. Your, your email just came to me that, uh, <laughs> that you tried to send 10 minutes ago. But, we had some technical difficulties, but we got yeah. it. Hey, you're not going to that. You've already, you already went to LA recently. So you're probably not yeah. going back there. No, I'm not. I already went to LA earlier, uh, about a month ago. Mm. 
So I'm not going around this time. You know, my birthday is on December 24th. So we'll be doing something for that. You just had your birthday. So happy belated birthday, my friend. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Did the match day mayhem escape room. There you uh, go. River market. That was fun. Saw you got out in what, like 48 minutes. Yeah. About 10 minutes to spare. It was, uh, it's cool, man. I was impressed with that stuff. So I won't give anything away or anyone who might do that, but it's, uh, it's worth it. If you're a fan of sporting Yeah, and maybe escape rooms in general, but it's, it's kind of hooked me and I want to do more now. So that's the sporting KC themed escape room at the breakout KC, right? Yeah. At the river market location, not the cool. Leewood location. Okay. Well, but that's cool. Uh, dude, I've, I've signed up for a couple more like different themes and stuff. It's just, it feels like you're part of a team. You feel, uh, you can do them in, in pairs. I'm going to do one with my oh, wife. Oh, wow. Just like two of you? Bonding. Yeah. Oh man. Could be a fun little bonding thing. You you can't argue because someone's listening to you all the time. They'll be like, "Wow, this <laughs> pretty dysfunctional couple over here." That's uh, good. Hey, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, is it going to be harder doing it with only two people? You think? It might be, but also like we had eight people, so I'm like, "Well, that's a lot of different minds in a room." So I think there's pros and cons to too many or not enough. You know, it just were there depends. any big disagreements in the group when you're doing it? Uh, not really. Um, yeah, not that I can think of okay well that's good it was all right but it was yeah it was fun uh hey do they are they doing vaccine requirements in la by the way uh, i believe so a lot of places Some, they are yeah like restaurants and stuff so similar to so. seattle and chicago's yeah. about to start doing that yeah and new york as well so that's cool yeah fun stuff get your vaccine um, yeah especially if you're looking at away dates oh my gosh we got a schedule release that we're going to talk about oh, man, talk about away games that we are uh, probably thinking about going to maybe we'll see yeah depends on covid i'm 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 convinced i'm interested that's for sure yeah so we'll uh we'll talk about it but uh we did not get any new reviews this week so if you have not yet left us a five-star rating and review make sure you get on there and leave us that five-star rating and review on apple podcast we will read it so get on there do it give us some suggestions what do you want to see from the podcast in 2022 so it's kind of cool to uh, to hear from you guys and, and let us know what you're looking oh, forward yeah. to most. So some resolutions, if you will, huh, for the pod. Some resolutions. So we'll see what comes in 2022. But uh, we'll also see what comes in 2022 for uh, Sporting Kansas City. And we're starting to see a little bit of what that might look like. We got a couple of signings that were announced in back-to-back days. And uh, it's interesting because, you know, Sporting, they're not one to really go out and get players from other mls clubs like generally That's when you, when you, you said you yeah. said that and then this happened right and then peter makes me look like an idiot he probably was listening <laughs> to the podcast and was like oh you fool you dumbass <laughs> you mongrel <laughs> so uh you know it's i mean when you look at their roster i mean who who on sporting's roster prior to these two additions came from another mls club i mean it was what like Kyrie had experience on another mls club sure. Kyrie and, did and Maybe that's it. Uh, I mean, we don't really count Tim Melia. I, I guess mean, Melia was with kinda, Chivas. Yeah, but I, I mean, had an interesting thing going on with them. But outside gosh, of that, you got me racking my brain now. And I mean, okay, lineup and it's like Kendall McIntosh and John Pulskamp, a little bit of time. Sure, but, but talk starters. You know, no starters, dude. No, Shallowy, SKC, Polito, SKC, Russell, SKC, sure. Gaddy Kinda, Remy Walter, Jose Mari, Roger Espinoza. SKC, Fontas, EC, Graham Zusi, SKC. There's huh. we we don't have players that play for other MLS clubs really. 
then I fully expect these two new signings to not play. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, Kyrie was, was really the only, only one. Um, and, you know, I mean, occasionally that, you know, Benny played for another MLS club, Seth played sure. for another MLS club, you know, th- there were some, but like Peter had really moved to going outside of MLS to find pieces. So this is interesting, right. but yeah, it is. But I think you grab these uh, these two signings at an affordable price on a, on a low risk contract. Um, everyone wants these fancy signings, and it's like you know what this this is this is fine. This will clog that that leak that we had, you know, by not signing these uh, certain positions. Yeah, I think that's um, that's the thing that people I think need to understand about these two signings um, is. Is Ben Sweat going to be the starting left back for Sporting Kansas City? I guess it's Maybe. possible, but I don't know. I don't. So Ben Sweat, let's talk about him. This was the first signing. He is a defender. He comes to Sporting KC from Austin FC, technically, although he only played two games for Austin yeah, in their first. Don't hold season. that against him. He you can't <laughs> even hold that against him. He wasn't even playing. <laughs> he played ninety three minutes total. Uh, yep. He tore his ACL and had surgery. Does that worry you? That's why he only played two games. Well, when you have surgery on stuff, I don't know if that really counts towards ACLs, but like how, how they say like you're better off breaking a bone rather than sure. spraining it. Because um, then surgery repairs it, you come back like a freaking cyborg. It, it's not really <laughs> the same with ACLs and, and, and ligaments and stuff, right? Right. I don't know. I've never done it. Don't know how that feels a lot of I'm probably just walking around need surgeries all over the place I don't even know <laughs> I mean the thing with ACLs I guess nowadays is like sports medicine has come so far that like tearing your ACL now is not the same as tearing your ACL five years ago right uh, I mean didn't Kevin Durant might have been an Achilles but he either had an Achilles oh, or an ACL sounds bad too, and like man. and and but look they're able to come back and he's still one of the top basketball players in the NFL or NBA, sure. um, there are running backs who tear their ACLs and come back and have career years in the NFL. So it's not the death sentence to a career it once was. Now it's not, I don't love it. I would prefer yeah. not to tear an ACL. You get a pretty gnarly scar to go with that surgery. That's neat. Right. So, but you know, he's, he's 30 years old. He's probably most well known for his time uh, with New York City FC Um, He was pretty much their regular starter, at least for 2017 and 18. And then for about half of 2019, um, he then went to enter Miami. uh, Hey now, stop there. He was the first expansion draft pick for a reason. You know what I mean? Like they, they chose him first because they knew how valuable he was out of the people available for that draft. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's a a decent player. He's got uh, quite a bit of experience underneath his belt. Um, he has started 89 of his 102 MLS matches he's played in. Um, and, you know, he's had 150 total appearances during his professional career. Um, so, you know, this is, this is a, a, a valuable signing, especially for a team that has zero left backs on the roster. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So this is, I kind of look at him as like, he's definitely an upgrade over Amadou Dia if he's the backup. Sure. I don't know if he's necessarily an upgrade over Luis Martins if he's the starter. But yeah, it's interesting. Um, I guess I'll just have to get him into camp and, and figure it out, man. And then we just got to figure out 
what theme song he's going to get you know is it uh i saw you put sweat gonna make you sweat till you bleed or is it uh you know is it the the what's that song that's like sweat baby sweat baby oh, sex, bad touch Texas. song yeah bad touch <laughs> oh, so boy. It's, uh, you know there's there's options there is what i'm saying there's options yeah there are options that's a good point hadn't thought of it that way um <laughs> No, I mean, his quote that he, he told the star, he goes, I'm 30 years old and I don't have any silver yet on my resume. Obviously, we don't sporting. go for silver, though, Ben. Sorry, we go for gold. <laughs> I don't know what this is. You know, it's not the Olympics, but I think he meant silverware. That's probably what he meant. Yeah, yeah, I meant. Yeah. So, uh, I, well, I mean, is the cup MLS cup is silver. So, but he's a sporting being a top team in the league every single year and competing every single year. Me having a multi-year deal here. I have a few opportunities to win. So. Uh, you know, this is a two-year deal through 2023 with an option for 2024. Uh, so, I mean, I can't imagine, we don't know, at least at the time of this recording, what the actual salary is. I can't imagine it's terribly crazy. Um, so, I don't know. I I think this is a decent low-risk move that fills a very obvious need. Um, you know, Ben Sweat, his listed salary uh, for Austin FC last year was $250,000. That's very reasonable for an MLS player nowadays. That's pretty reasonable. And what was Luis Martins making? Oh, you're going to quiz me on that. Let me well, see. Well, I mean, it was more than that, correct? Let's see. Uh, he was uh, $250,000. Luis Martins was sitting here making $340,000. Oh, okay. So it didn't so, save a ton of money, but hundred thousand dollar difference. He's cheaper. Something, but okay. It'll be interesting to see. I think obviously there are more left back signings coming. This is a this is a fill in a hole with somebody who has a lot of experience. And if there's injuries or whatnot, and you need Ben Sweat to start, he's a serviceable MLS starter. Okay, a little serviceable band aid, if you will. Yeah. Kind of stop the bleeding right now. Okay. I don't think that he is a thirty four game a year starter. He hasn't really been that his whole career, even when he was a consistent starter. He was sort of in that like 27, 28 games a season range. Yeah, but he's uh, it, it's good depth. I mean, I don't hate it. It's uh, and, and everything I've seen online has either been super positive or talking about these guys' ages. And I'm like, well, you relax. He's 30 years old. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you and I were texting about this a little bit before. 30 years old is not young. But, you know, he, it's not over the hill. There are plenty of 30-year-old MLS players who, who have uh, many great years ahead of them. Um, Luis Martins was 29, so it's not like we're going, you know, to a six- or seven-year-older player. Right. Um, you know, Luis Martins probably has more miles on him over the last however many years than Ben Sweat does because Ben Sweat hasn't necessarily been starting consistently. So that's uh, true, man. And when you're coming back from an injury – you do it right and you know he's been building to, to something great like it's i think it's going to be fine i think it's going to be good well and one thing about sporting kc is their sports medicine department their recovery department like it's top notch so oh, yeah they'll be able to continue his rehab i'm sure they know what they're doing i think this is one of those things where it's like look peter has way more information than we do he also knows what his roadmap is for move i mean these are the first two of what are probably a half dozen moves at least this offseason i would guess Mm-hmm. so no for sure and i i kind of wonder if we'll see one more before christmas i really do it's possible because they literally just did two in two days 
So yeah. we're making waves here before the holiday break. It's extremely possible. The second signing, uh, he is a, a fan favorite who has been here before. He won MLS Cup here with Kansas City in 2013. Uh, that is Yuri Rosell has been signed to a two-year MLS contract through 2023 with an option for 2024. Same sort of deal that Ben Sweat has. Uh, he says, I'm really happy to be back home. I'm excited for this new opportunity. I'm here to win again. Now, uh, why was he? Why did he leave at the end of 2014? He was, was transferred, he to, con- transferred to Sporting Lisbon in Portugal. We, we sold him. We sold him partway through. He played only seven games with Sporting KC in 2014. And then we sold him over to Portugal because he wanted to play in Europe. And he, he played there. Okay. Yeah, he played See, there. I don't for... really remember because that was the first year I was a, a big time fan and really didn't know much about the transactional process. Then. Yeah, he had he started um, playing with SKC in 2012, and then had his big time year in 2013. Helped win MLS Cup. Was was sort of that uh, number six defensive midfielder who was really pulling the strings for Sporting KC. Um, started the uh, seven games in 2014, and then was transferred over to Portugal. And he was there for a number of years with Sporting Lisbon before coming back to MLS in 2018, where he spent the last four seasons with Orlando City. Yeah, it looks like he was loaned around a lot, too, uh, throughout Portuguese teams and uh, yeah. a, lot, a lot of teams I can't pronounce. Not even going to give that a shot. But, uh, yeah, then went down and, and helped Orlando lose a lot. And then uh, now is <laughs> back here. And, and, hey, man, we wouldn't have signed him if he uh, didn't fit the system. And, obviously, he fits the system because he's been a part of that system. Right. He – in in many many fans eyes i would say he was the Ilié before the Ilié. like True. you know when when we um when we got rid of yuri rosell they were always trying to replace that creativity at, at the number six spot whether it was with sunny mustavar or Ilié or or whoever it was um they were they were missing that sort of um the, the the puppeteer if you will in the midfield that can right. connect the defense to the offense Ilya, especially in his first couple of years sort of brought that back Sonny Mustavar if you remember he could do it a little bit he just was more of a side-to-side passer Ilya was a little bit more he could look downfield and sort of hit For some sure. balls to the offense um, well did you and you know they're gonna have that connect he's gonna have that connection with uh uh andrea fontas did, mm-hmm. did i see correctly that he is uh having dinner with fontas in spain today I, he, he might be. I haven't seen that, but um, they're both uh, coming from the Barcelona system. So, yeah. um, you know, this is, you know, this is a natural fit, especially for a team who needs somebody to, to step in for Ilya. I don't think Yuri is going to come and be expected to be the consistent starter again. This is kind of like a, he could step in and start games. Um, but he's, you know, he's only appeared in, 22 games over the last couple of years for Orlando city. So he's not a consistent starter there, but, but like you said, this gives somebody who knows Peter's system, who if Jose Mari gets injured or needs a break, he can step in or he can come in as a sub or whatnot. And it's a very quick learning curve for him. So So you think he's, he's coming in as a sub behind Jose Mori? Yes, I think so. Probably. I think this is a depth thing. And I think he, uh, you know, your Russell is going to obviously as an athlete, he's going to compete and try to be the starter. You know what I mean? And, and that could happen. I mean, he has that, sure. that, that veteranship about him and he could take that position from him because he knows the system better than, than Maury does. Yeah. Look, at it's Zussi. possible. You want to come from my spot? I'm going to just outwork you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say anything's possible. I certainly don't know that. Uh, I, 
I think Peter's probably not making this move expecting him to start over Jose Mari. Sure. But but compete. Come on. Peter's Sinovic yeah. much? Peter's gonna put the best player on the field, you know, who deserves it the most. Right. So if that's just, Yuri, just wait, great. Just wait till Sinovic signs tomorrow and uh, you know, <laughs> comes in and takes his left back position back. I'm just... <laughs> Yuri is is 29 years old. He, man, he feels like he's so much older because he first made his appearance with Sporting KC, you know, 10 years ago. So, yeah, but that just shows how talented he was way back when. Jesus, as a as an upper teenager, he mm-hmm. made his a, a debut with us. Good, nineteen God. years old, nineteen That's twenty. Wild. Yeah. So he won That's MLS Cup in about. in twenty thirteen. So, um, you know, he was not even just, old enough to drink from the cup. <laughs> he had just turned twenty one uh, oh, okay. when MLS Cup happened. I was like, so, otherwise he had to fly the cup to Spain and, and drink over there. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's, uh, you know, this is an interesting move for, for Sporting Casey. I'm excited to yeah. see what happens here. It's um, excitement, right? Especially during an off season where you're like, man, I, I want soccer back. And it's like, oh, well, wait no more because it's a coming. Well, that's the thing is sporting typically don't really announce moves, you know, before January. This is the first time that, you know, we really have gotten moves this early, typically because we're not that involved in the free agent market. Right. So I don't know. You said that last, God, you just said that seven days ago. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, oh, we're not involved in the free agent market. Well, you can just suck it. (laughs) Yeah. it's. (laughs) You don't know anything. No, I don't. I don't. Um, Never claim to. (laughs) No, not at all. I'm just here. But, you know, I like I said, I'm excited to see what happens with him. Um, I think this is a good depth signing for Sporting Case. I think both of these, as long as they are depth signings that can bring some MLS experience. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's what I like about this most. What were we complaining about in terms of the lack of substitutions this year? Is he didn't trust the young kids, it seemed. There were yeah, too yeah. many young, unproven, inexperienced players on the bench that he just clearly didn't trust. Now... You got Yuri and you got Ben Sweat. You got some experience on the bench. So we'll see. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hedge uh, hedge. That's not um, not the right word. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Ben Sweat is not Plan A to start at left back. Probably not. And and in the midfield situation, don't don't forget that you got Felipe Hernandez in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and they picked up his got, uh, his his option, which means they expect him to be available. Right. I, and I think uh, I got his theme song ready. You got to know when to hold oh, him. No. No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. Too soon? Is that, is that not okay? <laughs> Hopefully he's getting the help he needs. That's all maybe I'll say. Just, maybe Motorhead's Ace of Spades, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> You're like, so. I don't know. I come from LA. I, what's, a, what's Motorhead? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll see. There's, pl- there's plenty more moves um, that, are, that are still left. Um, we at least have a left back right now. Um, we have mm-hmm. a backup number six now because Remy Voltaire really was listed as the backup number six on the depth chart. And he's probably going to be the starting number eight this year. Yeah. So that makes sense. That clears it up a little bit for him to go forward some more. Yeah. So, I mean, again, this is just like, this we is a, have l- a number 10, dude. Like we don't even really have Gotti, 10. Gotti Kinda. I mean, I guess. He's all right. I mean, I mean it, it just feels, it didn't seem like that all year. I don't know. He, he didn't seem like a, 
I don't know. He seemed like a, a false nine at times. You know what I mean? Just all, all quick and shit. I mean, sometimes forward. he was playing false nine, literally, <laughs> sure. in the yeah. lineup. Um, and sometimes, yeah, he and Polito almost sort of occupied the same space. Um, right. But when he and Polito are both healthy and you can have Shallowy and Russell on the wings, yeah. that's a pretty creative front four. Yeah, true. I like it. And so, Guy didn't create as much as, well, he kind of created for himself. He didn't really create a lot for others the way that like Felipe Gutierrez did or Benny Failhaber did. You know yeah, I mean? he's he's got the skills. He's faster. Holy shit, is he faster? He's faster and he's got the skills. Um, yeah. I mean, Peter told to him, he is fun to watch. Peter told him like they need, I, I forget, like he had a really good game this year. I don't remember which game it was, but Peter was asked in the post-game press conference about the performance. And he basically was like, hey, yeah, I told Gotti, like, we we need you on, on the stat sheet more. Like, the reason yeah. that we brought you here was to get assists and help us get goals. Like, you're having some real good games, but we need you to, to really help us get on the stat sheet. Take that um, next step. He had eight assists and, and five goals in 2021. So uh, that's through 26 uh, appearances. So it's decent. It's not terrible by any yeah, means. This, dude this will be good because we're, uh, you know, adding these defensive pieces, putting Ben sweat back there. I mean, a lot of our goals, I was talking to a buddy a little bit today about this and he had a good point. Uh, we had no problem scoring goals, but a lot of our losses came from like breakdowns in the defense set pieces. I mean, you strengthen that up, you're bringing back your midfield and your top guys. It's an important year. It's a, it's a, it's an optimistic year. If you really uh, get that defense locked down, you know? Yeah, no, it definitely is. I, you know, there still are some questions. I mean, so right now we have one left back in Ben Sweat. We basically have one left center back in Andre Ufantis. We have two right center backs in EC and Kave Rad, if you want to count him as the backup right now. And then at right back, presumably Graham Zussi will be back. But then the only other one on the roster is Caden Pierre. So we probably have at least, I would say, three more defensive signings coming. Another left back, another center back, and another right back. Because I don't think – I mean, are you comfortable if the plan is to have Zussi be the main starter, but if he goes down, Caden Pierre is the only other right back on the roster? No, I, I am comfortable having Zussi be the starter, I think. Um, I might be the only Zussi <laughs> apologist in this neck of the woods, but I think the dude's very talented. But uh, yes, it'd be, I agree with everything you just said about having those three more defensive signings. And you, you're probably right. It probably happens. Yeah. So we need those. I would say we need probably another either striker or right winger. Because if Kyrie's going to be the backup striker, then we probably need another right winger behind Johnny. Because right now it's Peyton Barber and nothing against him. But again, unproven. If Kyrie's going to be the backup right winger, then we need another striker because we don't have another striker. Right. We got rid of Wilson Harris. You know, and, and we still got Kave Rod on there. Yep. Yeah. Center back. It's we have three center backs right now. Fontas, EC, and Kave Rod. Right. So if they don't do something, Kave better be ready to go. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna get some playing time. I mean, I, hopefully Fontas and EC don't get injured, but they both have some in, injury history. Yeah, and that's the thing with some of these young guys. It's like they're not signing them to be ready to start and just rock our socks off. Right. But they're signing them knowing that the potential is there if they need to use them or that they, they have the ability to be developed. Yeah. And Kave Rod could make huge strides this year uh, if that's the case. Yeah. I'd like 
maybe one more midfielder who can kind of play throughout the midfield. Because right now, Gadi Kinda is presumably our starting number 10. Mm-hmm. Cam Duke, I guess, is his backup, which oh, I like sure. Cam, but he's, yeah. he's you know, Remy Voltaire, number eight. And then potentially Roger, if he signs again, or Felipe Hernandez, if he is able to make a pack. And right. then the number six would be Jose Mari and Yuri Rosell. So, but I mean, if we got one more in case Roger gets hurt or Felipe can't go or Cam Duke has to play the number eight, I wouldn't hate one more sort of like hybrid eight ten who could play either one. Well, and we're going to tackle the front line a little bit too, I think, man. There's got to be, you got to sign another winger. I mean, what, who's your backup number nine? Is it Kyrie? Right. That's right now it's Kyrie, but yeah. you can make the argument he's also the backup left winger and you can make yeah. the argument he's also the backup right winger. So we probably yeah, need a, at least one more winger and a striker. Like that, that's just, there's a lot that this team still needs. So, I mean, there's yeah, a potential for. Applause to Kyrie for being versatile. Like that's yeah, pretty fucking cool. True, <laughs> for sure. I mean, there's potential for at least three more defenders, a midfielder and three frontline signings, potentially. I mean, that's seven signings Yeah. yet to come. I wouldn't oh, be surprised. Boy. We're in for it. I think it's going to be a long off season with it's lots coming, of stuff happening. So, well, there we go. Welcome to Ben Sweat and welcome back to uh, Yuri Vassell. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. And I think Peter's going to look hard for another right back. Cause we have that quote where he said, I think Zussi had a great year on the field. He played many more games than I would have expected or wanted him to. So mm-hmm. like, if that's the case for last year, I would assume that's going to be doubly the case for this year, even though he had such a great year, I don't think he's going to go in expecting Zussi to be a 34 game starter right well here's the deal i just i just got one question uh when are we getting those guys on the pop because <laughs> it's uh it's gotta happen we'll see we'll do our best we'll try to get 2022. them 2022 new player pop. we'll see we'll try so shout out to the new players hopefully we'll see many more yet to come um but the other big news this week was mls unveiled the entire 2022 regular season schedule yeah like a month earlier than normal a lot earlier than normal um we already knew that sporting kc was gonna start the season february 27th in atlanta um and we also knew that our home opener was going to be against the houston dynamo on march 5th i believe i want to say um yeah so we kind of knew those two but now we know the rest of our opponents um i mean Obviously, a lot of Western Conference teams, Eastern Conference teams that are on here. It looks like Columbus we have at home, New England we have at home, New York Red Bulls we have at home. Uh, and then away is Atlanta United, um, New York City FC. At City um, Field, mind you. At City Field, uh, CF Montreal. Um, Club de Foot. So the teams that are not on the schedule are Charlotte, the new expansion team, uh, FC Cincy, Inter Miami, Orlando City, Philly, and Toronto. Was, you know, wanted to go to Toronto this year. Thought Mm -hmm. it'd be cool. But, uh, you know, and Orlando is always a fun time if you can get down there. So still haven't played Miami at all. No. So, So that's upsetting. We'll see. But, okay, so road trip possibilities. We got Atlanta, Colorado, Chicago. Vancouver, LA, New York, Portland, San Jose, Nashville, Seattle, Montreal, Minnesota, 
uh, Salt Lake, Austin, Houston, and Dallas. Of those, which one tickles your fancy the most? Oh, my fancy's real big time tickled uh, for uh, Portland because I've never been. Okay. But uh, was looking at doing an LA Galaxy trip just to get out to LA. It's been a long time. That's my my vegan paradise and uh you know disneyland and whatnot but then you uh nashville is for sure a thing dude like that's a drive we gotta drive down there so yeah but on the other hand you gotta think climate wise is it does atlanta sound great weather in february sure does does chicago sound great in march no (laughs) yeah yeah i don't think i want to make that road trip yeah well you you came up in april for chicago it was something like that yeah it was cold there it was very cold uh it was parka city my friend so yeah but it's uh yeah those are kind of the main ones i you know going to montreal would be neat just to go to canada i guess but then you gotta learn french i I took french in high school but i have never been to canada (laughs) so we shall see um I don't know. Atlanta is definitely interesting. I've been to Portland a bunch. I've been to that stadium. It's a very good stadium. Um, Nashville's always a fun time. Uh, Austin's a great city. Montreal is intriguing. It's just a question of where will COVID be at that time? Yeah, that's the thing. You just don't know, man. And and when I mentioned LA, it's far enough away in freaking September. I believe it's a Labor Day trip that, uh, you know, maybe you could be a little optimistic about things coming down at that point but uh whereas if you want to fly in in february maybe that's not you you just don't know everything kind of sucks again and right get vaccinated that's all you can say (laughs) right i mean omicron's no you know no laughing matter so would you you call me optimist omicron Mm -hmm, exactly (laughs) Omicron prime the the decepticons are coming so (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like get your all spark ready I am a little bummed that Charlotte's not on the schedule. I always like playing the expansion teams. And Jalen Lindsay, man, that would be cool. Jalen Lindsay. Toronto would be cool. Miami would be cool. Although I kind of want to get to Miami once they build their new stadium. Right. NYC sounds like a fun trip just because I could watch them play in a different baseball stadium (laughs) than the last time I saw them play. NYC would be really fun just because New York City itself is a really fun city. So Absolutely, dude. You grab a Broadway ticket. it's, It's all fun um apparently sporting 10 of their matches will be on national television this year which is nice That's one more than this year isn't it i think so or so two more um you know who knows what the situation will be with Bally's sports by then um, guys just it's not good you might just start planning to go to a bar and watch or something it's it's yeah. not good i do think this is the last season we have to deal with this because they've already said uh don garber has said that they're trying to package all local uh broadcasts in with their national broadcast deal for 2023 so Hmm. let's get through it one more year my guess is it's going to be espn plus so yeah should have been like that to begin with yeah but it's uh that's valley thing dude it's it's so bad and we can bitch and yell into the void all we want yeah. and and hit up the skc social media person because they're just like what what the hell can i do about it <laughs> right i wouldn't be surprised if they say look local games are going to be part of our espn package if teams can also cut deals with local broadcast partners if they want to great but i think there's going to be a better streaming option than valleys so yeah it is what it is i see see you got jangles back there <laughs> yeah my dog is back here dogs back there shaking off an invisible bath it looks like (laughs) (laughs) we got one of those kong dog toys that we froze and put all sorts of stuff in that's been keeping her uh entertained 
but very cool she finished it now so i think she's about to get upset so my fault rambunctious where's the next treat papa that's right exactly <laughs> um we only have uh one i think 9 p.m kickoff time yeah um so that's that. that's good Isn't one match the la galaxy one uh yeah i think it's um I think it's only one. We'll see. There's one match that's set to kick off at 8.30 p.m. at RSL. Um, the other 32 oh. matches will all kick off at 8 p.m. or earlier. So that's a good deal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's going to be six theme nights, um, just three midweek matches in 2022, which will be great. Um, I, I lied, by the way. The, the Galaxy game is actually at 5 o'clock local time. So oh. seven o'clock here, which okay. I saw because I also saw that LAFC plays at nine o'clock local time there. Oh, that's terrible. And I was like, that's bad. But like, maybe I want to go double up. That's terrible. Yeah. So that'd be rough. That means it'd be 11 o'clock here. That seems outrageous. Not good. Not I hope good. I'm wrong. <laughs> so the road trips that SKC recommends are March 12th to Colorado. I don't want to go to Colorado in March, but yeah. it's only eight hours away. Well, maybe uh, bro we just had like 80 degrees in december you don't know what march is going to be true. like <laughs> march 19th to chicago uh eight hour drive june 19th to nashville it's about an eight hour drive and, and they'll have their new stadium so that's great um july that's an easy uh, weekend trip by the way that nashville trip don't even gotta right. take a week off work just head on down right same with minnesota in july although that's a wednesday game so that's a little harder that's a little tougher yeah i wish it wasn't because we'd yeah. go in a heartbeat and then uh saturday august 13th to austin so pretty yeah, cool Austin would be a fun little trip too wouldn't it but isn't august just awful in texas oh, like yeah. just humid dead hot so yeah not I mean, it's a already fun time hot here i don't want to go somewhere else that's really hot right no it would not be good so not something that i would be looking forward to but well did you see we uh you know we close out the season on the road at dallas but prior to that we have a three-game homestand, and that's pretty cool. Pretty good. That's I mean, good. Those could be important points down the down the end stretch to grab nine points from those three games. You know. Yeah. No, that's two that's important. Them, two of them are from Western Conference teams, so. Right. You know, that's definitely going to be something that we need to keep an eye on because, as we know, uh, Sporting KC has you know their last few games were very important this year, and they could have snagged first place in the West, and they couldn't quite do it. So. Yeah. We'll see. Decision day on the road is I, I don't love it, but. Decision day at home didn't really help us. So exactly. Bro, we got six games in July. It's a lot. I mean, that's, they got to get it all done before the World Cup in the winter. That's the most. Every other month has anywhere from four to five games, three to five games. Yeah. So good grief. We'll see. Fun times in 2022. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh you want to get to some questions here before we sign off for the episode? Yeah. What do we got? We got Drake Ewing, a boy, says it looks like Sporting KC is about to go off on some signings. This isn't a question, it's just a statement. Uh, it looks like the master plan of <laughs> Peter Vermees is in motion. Even though I'm critical of Peter because I believe his tactics may have cost us our last two losses to RSL, but the master plans are brilliant. So you think there's a Peter oh, Vermees yeah. master plan out there? I think there, there, are, there always is, right? I, I don't think he does anything with, with, with no reason behind it, right? No, I think there's always thought there. It's just people don't always know or, or agree, but but there's definitely yeah. definitely a plan there, especially I, I, this time. He's got to get some sort of like 
affirmation on this when he makes these signings and he knows like he has to be wondering like how are people going to react like i i hope they react well like i i'm doing this for fans or maybe he doesn't give a shit about us maybe he doesn't care what we think he's like this is my job you know i you don't pay my salary (laughs) yeah i think he cares to an extent i don't think he cares if a fan doesn't necessarily like a move that he makes he's he's, not on twitter like Merritt paulson uh seeing what people are saying about his moves or anything Merritt's the worst (laughs) um no like i mean peter has said you got to take emotion out of the moves and i think you know that includes what fans think but i mean he very much values fans and their opinions in terms of like knowing that you need fan support to come out to the game so i think that's something that he definitely does um connor bateman has a couple things here they're they're more statements Um, i like the sweat signing i don't think he's the right away starter but will provide good depth and i could see him playing some center back being six two and left footed we know vermees loves guys who can play multiple spots that is true uh yuri also could play some center back um Connor says, I also like bringing Yuri back, knows Vermees system and MLS will provide quality depth in the midfield. So, uh, yeah, hmm. you know, good quality depth signings. I think that's kind of what we said before. We kind of agree with that too. So, yeah, 100%. Zach Harden says, I want your wishes or hopes for the upcoming new kits. So, we're going to get a new away kit this year. We will, which will replace the, uh... the polka dot kit the yeah the the swiss dots one right yeah what do you think what do you what do you expect to see from the away kit obviously it's gonna be dark uh i don't know man it's got to be different right it's got to be uh it's gonna be different because that's what it is we don't ever do anything the same as everyone else so about some uh some vertical stripes so you think we'll have a horizontal stripes kit and a vertical stripes kit? Maybe. What if we did like yeah. thick dark blue bars with some like lighter sporting blue bar, like thin sporting blue bars, sure. like real thin, like almost like pinstripe. But are we due for a collar kit with a little button up or something? Are we Could due for that? Collar. Could be a collar. I don't know. We, I. But it needs to be light. We had a kit one year that was like, yo, this kit feels pretty heavy with the buttons and the white collar. And I, I was like, they're they sweating this thing the whole time? Like <laughs> just didn't feel very lightweight like some of our others. I just I always expect sporting shirts to look sleek and modern. Yeah. So that's kind of what I want. Um, I don't want just like another templated kit. I don't think we'll get one, but the, you know, it was a controversial kit. But my least favorite one was the tire tracks kit. Um, I didn't think it was bad, but but it it just it didn't it didn't feel like it fit with the sporting aesthetic that we kind of have come to expect. It sucked when everyone made the tire tracks reference. It was like, okay, this kit's fine yeah, sure. I'm going to wear it. And then someone says tire tracks and it's like, God damn it. Did you have now to say that's that? all you can see? Why'd you say that? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but we'll see. We probably won't know that till mid February. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine. So, um, I can't, I, who knows if they'll do some kind of, you know, gathering or party reveal, but yeah, they usually try to make an event of it. Yeah. So we'll see. And then last but not least, uh, your boy, Chip Colmia says, mm. does Dan Kuzer, wow, almost got your name wrong. Let's try that one again. Does Dan Kuzer have a take on this feud between Guy's Snacks and the wrestling tag team? So you're going to have to tell me it? what's going on here because I have no idea. Well, it looked like I, I didn't, I don't know who those people are for one. Like, I think they're like some kind of indie wrestlers maybe. Yeah. And they were pouring out a bag of Guy's potato chips. And I didn't really... uh I didn't really understand it. Right. But I, I can see that they like tagged guys chips in it and then guys retweeted them. Right. 
And so I'm like, okay, I mean, hell guys will take any publicity they can get. Like they've, yeah. they've been killing it on social meds, you know? Yeah. The howlets are, they're part of the dynamic wrestling federation, whatever that is. I have no idea what that is. The old, the old DWF, no idea. It says it's a Kansas city based professional wrestling promotion founded in 2021. Oh, is that, so it's new and it's here in KC. Apparently. And they're starting feuds with guys, potato chips. Apparently. All right. It's time to come out of retirement. I'm coming off the top rope, bitches. I got to defend my snacks. <laughs> you got to, right? you got to join the dynamic wrestling fit, the DWF. Oh, dude, they're about to get coosed so hard. Like the that's, coos. that's the, that's the finisher, man. It's the coos. The coos. Okay. Well, there Absolutely. you go. I did see SmackDown's coming to Kansas city, I think in January. Yeah, but it's the day before Royal Rumble. And that's oh. in St. Louis, my friend. Uh, are you going to go? I will be there. Okay. Is The Rock coming so, back? I don't know. Can't really, can't go to SmackDown when you're staying in a hotel in St. Louis that night. That's true. Kind that's true. We'll see. So that's all of our uh, questions this week. So I think that's mostly what we got for, for our listeners. you have anything else for them that you want to talk about? You know, I'm, I don't, man. I, I'm sure we'll have another signing today as you're listening to this. And, uh, you know, it's it's just exciting time. I, I I usually snooze around soccer time. The podcasts slow down. The news slows down. And it's uh, they've given us something to chew on for a little bit. I'm excited. Got me pumped up again. Yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting time to be a fan. So uh, we'll get through the holidays, maybe get one more signing. We'll see. Maybe by the time we release this, there's another signing already. But, um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for being listeners and uh, going through the off season with us. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Uh, if you celebrate, you know, hope that you have a good and safe uh, holiday season. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at no other pod at Dan Kuzer at JC max zero three, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod, shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. Make sure you check out our merch store, bitly.com slash no other pod. And go to hellotushy.com slash no other for 10% off all of your Hello Tushy bidet products. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Everybody dance now. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.